Hey, what's up, everybody? Another another week in the books. This is Darren. I'm here with the best podcaster in the delivery game, a guy Ooh. that's been smooth since Ooh. days of underoos and has more and absolutely has more slaps than the Beatles. T Smith. Oh, I heard Ta- that. Man, so far so good. We haven't. We oh, good, man. I'm I'm excited to kind of talk about uh, what we got going today. We have so good that we moved it up mm. in the podcast. Mm. It's the best headline ever. <laughs> it's the best headline ever. Can't so wait. can't wait. Uh, we're going to talk about getting April fooled. Yeah. We're going to talk about a headline where two people purposefully shot each other. Mm. We're going to talk about our final four picks. We're going to talk about Gary's new coaching style and gym people and uh, the the bodybuilders that uh, that rest within them have some weird dieting habits, to say the least. So. Anyway, uh, before we get started, anything about the the week that we just went through, or are you uh, you ready to talk about your April Fooled? Well, um, yeah, I'm ready to go. I just think the gym has uh, as many weird people as the WalMarts do in this country. So, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, trust me. I mean, this is one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. But yeah, so let's get uh, let's get let's get to where I got April Fooled on April third. Let's go. Uh, okay, so why don't you tell the people how you got April Fool's? Okay, so I'm scrolling through Facebook because, you know, that's how I get my news like everybody else in America. And uh, I see a, uh, an article about uh, Zion Williams foregoing the NBA draft to stay another year at Duke. So it's Williamson, by the way. Or are you mispronouncing that on purpose? Uh, on purpose. Because, you know, you have a history – in our lifetime of um, calling people by the wrong name on purpose. And you know, it makes them mad. Yes, sir. So you do it anyway. Okay. So you're okay. So you read an article that said he was coming back and you really did believe it. Cause you texted it. To yeah, me. I did. Yep. Mm. Hook, line and sinker. Mm. Mm. Well, mine is just as serious. Mm. So I got April fooled just by a picture. Literally just a picture. It was a picture of a bucket of chicken. A bucket of chicken that had the Chick-fil-A logo on it. And when I say a bucket of chicken, I know what everybody's saying. Hey, man, they already do chicken. No, this was actually chicken on the bone. Mm. Chicken on the bone. So, like, legs and breasts and Mm. thighs and wings. Can you imagine how delicious that would be? Well, let me tell you something. You would think that a funny April Fool's joke like that would go over as funny. People got heated. People got heated over the Chick-fil-A rumor. I'm just going to say that. I mean, they got everybody's hopes up. (laughs) I may or may not have threatened somebody. That's all I'm going to say. But here's the deal with the, the best April Fool's jokes. You know what they've got in them? What's that? They've either got something really, really good happening, i.e. Zion staying and telling the NBA you're not that important. Yeah. You know, a good thing like Chick-fil-A, like serving real chicken, 
That's a good thing, right? That is a good thing. Or it's a really bad thing. So it's something you either really, really want to happen or something you don't want to happen at all. Right. That's how they fool you. They That's get you they in. Get you. They get That's you how they here. get you. That's how they get you. Mm. I, you know, that was a pretty good story about April Fool's. Um, but I got to tell you, even as I sit here and think about w- the story we're about to give, you know, we will never, we will never talk about a better headline than I'm about to read. <laughs> I'm serious. It, I'm serious. I, is, is it going to top the, uh, the guy that set his uh, prosthetic leg on Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. That, that was awesome. So this takes place uh, in our, some listeners from Arkansas. Okay. Um, so don't, you know, don't automatically. Our, our Kansas. Our Kansas. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we don't want to put down Arkansas, but he- oh, heck, I'll just get in it. So this was a story out of Newsweek. Oh, so a reputable source, not Facebook. Nope. Okay. Nope. Not Wikipedia. Ooh. This was uh, this was Newsweek. So okay, you re- you ready for the art for the uh, for the title? Yeah, give it to me, buddy. Right. It's never gonna. It, it's all downhill from here. I'm telling you. Mm. Arkansas men, men, Arkansas men, meaning two of them, arrested for taking turns shooting each other while wearing bulletproof vests after up? drinking. After drinking. Wow. They say I must. I'm gonna assume that these are white guys. That that sounds like a white guy crime, dude. You know, you know, hillbilly. Yeah, mm. yeah. So let let me get into the. Hey Tucker, let me get it. Hey Tucker, you know what sounds like a freaking phenomenal idea? What's that? I'm gonna test my new nine millimeter out. How about you stand down there and I shoot you in the chest a couple good times. Shooting in the chesticles. Yeah, yes. Man. All right. I wonder if they so, chest naked under those bulletproof vests too. I, I don't know, but uh, let's let's get into this because okay. it is pure gold. Mm. Two men were arrested in Arkansas this week after allegedly taking turns shooting each other <laughs> while wearing a bulletproof vest. Police a police report said. Wow. Charles Eugene Ferris. Mm. Chuck Eugene! 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 Eugene. Age 50. And Christopher Hicks. Oh, oh, I could have swore these guys were in their 40s, but, you know, 50s 50s pretty good. Christopher Hicks, age 36, were detained Mm. on Monday Mm. after the incident, which took place on Sunday, and left (laughs) one neighbor... Only one neighbor was alarmed by this. (laughs) Hey. Eugene and Chrissy's down there shooting each other. You better call the cops. Yeah, nine one one. We got a problem in my hood. You got y'all got to come down here. They're at it again. <laughs> they down here again. They shooting each other again. You know this ain't the first time either. Details of the case. <laughs> Details of the case were inside and David obtained by the Northwest West Arkansas. Democrat Gazette. Okay, this gets really good. Okay. So let's 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 get into this. <laughs> According to the affidavit, a deputy with the Benton County Sheriff's Office first interviewed Ferris after he was admitted to the hospital 
late Sunday night. Mm. The man reportedly had a red spot on his upper chest, mm-hmm. but tried to concoct this. This is where I love it. Tried to concoct an elaborate cover story for the injury. Police said, <laughs> "I fell down As the re- steps." No, 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 no. It gets better. <laughs> okay. As reported by Five News, Ferris claimed a quote asset had paid him two hundred dollars for protection. He said the pair met another man around 10 p.m. and ended up in a gunfight. The 50-year-old told the deputy he was hit multiple times but returned shots and fled in a car. He said he was taken to the hospital by the so-called asset. Later, he admitted to making up the tale in an attempt to protect his friend, the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Mm. Gazette. Mm, Because you know if Chrissy goes back to jail, it ain't good. Leslie Ferris, the man's wife, had a different recollection of events. Mm. She told police that he had been drinking outside their home with his neighbor, Hicks, Mm. when gunfire erupted. Mm. The couple's residence is located in Rogers, a city in Benton County. When confronted by the investigators, the husband changed his story. According to the affidavit, he claimed they were drinking and playing with a bullet-resistant vest. Mm. After After asking Hicks to shoot him, he was hit in the chest with a twenty-two, <laughs> with a twenty-two caliber semi-automatic rifle, leaving the mark. Hey, kids, kids that are listening to this, be careful what you ask for in life. You might just get yeah. it. Local media outlet KARK TV reported Ferris asserted that he had been left quote pissed, or in his words, <laughs> in his words quote pissed, pissed. about the injury. <laughs> And, quote, unloaded the clip into Hicks, who, by this stage, was wearing the vest. The friend was struck five times in the back. Luckily, none of the bullets pierced the material. Ouch, you bastard. (laughs) Stop shooting me. (laughs) One local neighbor neighbor told Five News he was concerned about his children who live nearby. I have three kids. Two of them still live at home here right next to them they shoot as many as holy cow they shoot as many as 50 to 100 rounds at a time <laughs> i just want to make sure wow. it's not left hanging no charges there have to be something done about it if nothing is done it could escalate into somebody getting seriously injured yeah. maybe somebody that's not even on their property he added oh i bet he did Both Ferris and Hicks were arrested on suspicion of aggregated assault, a Class D felony, which carries a potential penalty of six years and a fine up to $10,000, Five News reported. So the best part Mm. of all this Mm. is two ignorant rednecks Mm. decide they have one gun and one vest between them. They're going to put on the vest and shoot each other. Yeah. One accidentally gets hit. And they take him to the hospital. And instead of saying, me and my buddy were playing around, he makes up an elaborate story about being a hitman, which ultimately sends him to jail. Yeah. When I believe if he would have just said, hey, we were just playing around with the gun, nothing would have happened. Especially in Arkansas. Um, I think he would have been safe just shooting the gun at his buddy. Uh, with the bulletproof vest and uh, slaps on the wrist, uh, high fives all around. 
And uh, but did Mrs. Ferris tell the uh, investigators how many beer runs she made that day? <laughs> I don't be, know, man. That sounds like a lot of. That's a lot. That of sounds like a lot. I was gonna say that's a lot of PBR, man. Yeah. Um. So tell me, is what do you think of this story? Is this number one of all time? It may, it's got to. It be. has to be. It has to be. Because who? You have to be so drunk, so drunk to think that taking a bullet is fun. <laughs> These are the people that left wingers. Mm. S- Make the case for gun control behind. That's all I'm saying. We don't get political. No. I'm just saying. No. If you got to make a case for people not being smart enough or responsible enough to have a firearm, yeah. these two dudes, they're yeah. your poster children. The, you know what the judge should do in this case? Because you know they're not going to take their guns. They should have a blow... An alcohol tester that he has to blow on in order to shoot his gun. Charles Eugene and Christopher Hicks. Ooh. Man, thank you, gentlemen. Yeah. You are you are number one for this year. That that's absolutely sure. fantastic story. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to the final four. We were seriously wrong. Oh, in our picks, no doubt. Whew. Crazy wrong. Is this is this final four a great example of why March Madness is the best? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't predict it. Yeah, I mean, think about it. this. This year, everybody was like, "Oh, this is the most chalk, you know, year." There's been no surprises, and then they get to the last week, and it's like, "Dang, it's all surprise." You know what I mean? It is. And what's weird is like with the NFL, mm-hmm. man, you predicted. It's the Rams and the, and the Patriots in the, in the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Guess what? It was the Rams and the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, basketball, is there really any intrigue? It's nah. going to be Golden State. They're going to win it all. It's going right. to happen. Right? That's right. This, though, no one could have – no one. So – what are the two? What are the two matchups we have? Uh, Michigan State versus Texas Tech, and then uh, Virginia versus Auburn. Okay, so who's your who are you picking? Uh, Michigan State, and I, I, I'm looking at Auburn for the upset to uh, to get to the finals against Michigan State, and I'll say Michigan State ends up winning. I'm going to go Michigan State, Virginia, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Michigan State ends up winning. So, um, you know, what did you think about this tournament? Man, this was start a start to finish. This was a great tournament, start to finish. I, I was thoroughly and, uh, you know, I, I, I liked it a lot this year. Uh, years past, I didn't much watch, but this year I watched pretty good. Um, best time of year for basketball, hands down. You know, usually what happens is you have most of your upsets in the beginning of the tournament. Yeah, the first two rounds maybe. This year was the opposite. I don't think there was a whole lot of stunners on day one and day two. The stunners happened last weekend. 
right? I mean, yeah. you're North Carolina, you're, you're Duke, they're out of it. I well, mean, think, that, that was a big deal. Think of this. Auburn took out North Carolina and Kentucky back-to-back. Right. Crazy. Right. I'm not going to lie to you. I was, I was rejoicing when Kentucky lost. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know you was. Did you hear that Coach Cal got an uh, offer to coach UCLA? Interesting. Yeah, he, I'm assuming he's not going to take it. Nah, he's just going to use this to to make a quarter of a billion dollars a year. Well, or they something. gave him that lifetime uh, contract after that. No kidding. Yeah, so he can leave whenever he wants, type thing. Mm. Yeah, man. Mm. I got to tell you, with that much money, yeah, uh, Los Angeles versus uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Mm. He must really like what he's doing. I mean, I get it, but, you know, UCLA is not what it used to be. Well, it would be if he went there. Yeah, that, I mean, they'd, that cheat, could be, they'd cheat their way to the top you, if, that, if they you, had to. You know who would never have gotten the UCLA if Calipari was uh, coaching there? Who's that? Uh, none of the ball boys. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, we, we purposefully haven't covered that story either because mm-hmm. we don't care. That's exactly right. I just like calling them the ball boys. That's you do. That's yeah. it's it's almost as fun for you as LeBaker. Yeah, that's right. Well, Baker, that's a good one too. All right. All right. Well, let's move on to the next story. Right. Here comes the headline, and it actually is uh it is sports related. Mm. Cliff Kingsbury, uh new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, plans to give Cardinals players quote cell phone breaks because mm. they need that social media fix mm. Mm. so it says cell phone addiction and this is uh this is done by the washington post i know a lot of outlets uh, uh reported on this um cell phone addiction it says is a real and dangerous thing but one nfl coach is trying to make peace with it mm. cliff kingsbury the arizona cardinals first year coach says he's going to give players quote, cell phone breaks during team meetings in the week leading up to game day. I think he's ahead of the curve on this. That's interesting. We'll get into what we think in a minute. He says they're itching to get to those things, he said. Tuesday during an NFL owners meeting in Arizona, Kingsbury, 39, hopes to cut down on distraction with the breaks, which he gave players when he was coaching at Texas Tech. And that – had them win not a whole lot at Texas mm. Tech. But anyway, that, that, that was my own commentary. Mm. The breaks he'll give his pro players, whose average age is 25, mm-hmm. will come every 20 to 30 minutes. Mm. You start to see these – you start to see kind of hands twitching and legs shaking, and you know they need to get that social media fix, he said. So we'll let them hop over there and then get back into the meeting with and refocus says will it work for a first year nfl coach who will be under pressure to adapt to the pro game quickly mm. to be the next sean mcveigh or will the breaks be one the one old school nfl the one thing old school nfl dreads more than it, almost anything else a distraction mm. Mm. jim tumsula tried a similar approach for different reasons way back in 2015 when he was the first-year coach of the San Francisco 49ers, rather than submit players to meetings that can run two hours or longer, he broke them into 30-minute sessions followed by 10-minute breaks 
in which to quote, go grab your phone, do multitasking and get your fix. Mm. The experts are telling me about attention spans and optimal learning. He said in a wall street journal uh, interview in 2015, I'm thinking, my gosh, we sit in two hour meetings. You were telling me after 27 minutes, no one's getting anything. Tom Rathman, then the team's running back coach added, you'd hate to think someone would want to bring a phone and, in and text in a meeting, but that's what you're facing. So Jimmy is doing a great job giving them enough time to do all that stuff so they don't want to bring it into a meeting. Mm. How did Tom Sula's first season work out? The Niners won five games and he was fired when the season ended. So there's a bit of a calculated risk as Kingsbury looks for the sweet spot being shortened attention spans and the need to quickly implement a new playbook in a game that will be, that will be far faster and more complex than what the players that he is used to coaching have been accustomed to. Mm. So you think this is a good thing. I do. I do think this is a good thing. Okay. I think young players are going to want to play for the guy. Uh, And you think this is going to put them over. Well, I think this is going to help. You know what I mean? They're going to like the uh, the fact that this guy's a little more pro pro uh, player than a lot of other people are, and I think it's a good thing just for, uh, like you said, um, these guys are jonesing. They got a lot of stuff going on. It gives them a couple minutes to do that and then focus. But, I mean, we'll, we'll see what's going on. We'll see if they can get refocused after they have these breaks or not. That will be the – the tall tells if he can get them refocused after that. Um, well, that's the key, right? It's not the yeah. first meeting and then the break. It's after the break. Can he that's bring them right. back it's, in? It's the after the break. And how long is it going to take for him to get them back together? Is it going to take to the next break for him? So if he can get it, if he can, if he can walk that tightrope, I think he'll be all right with it. Um so that, that's my personal opinion. I think he's ahead of the curve on it. That's, well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. I mean, t- it's not like pro players are putting in, you know, eight hours in a job. It, I mean, no. we're talking about two-hour meetings. Is it is it too much to ask for a person to go without a phone for two hours? I think, I think in this day and age it is. Um, I mean, I get it. I don't get to use my cell phone like that, and you don't either. But, uh, you know, these kids, are they're, they're attached at the hip with these things. Uh, you know, you take my phone away from one of my daughters and then they act like they lost their firstborn child or something. You know what I mean? So I think uh, with these younger players, he's ahead of the curve on it. And I think you'll see a lot of other teams go this way. I don't, I don't necessarily think that it's the right thing to do. I just think he's ahead of the curve on it. And it's going to happen one way or the other because that's how – everybody performs now so i can already hear some of the honkies saying i mean these these dudes make millions of dollars a year they have an 18 week season they i mean they're now these people get everything they want and now they're only being asked they're only being asked to concentrate for 15 to 20 minutes at a time I, i get it trust me i get it i just that's just how it is 
know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's. I think you're right. I think it's more of an indictment on society, right, than it is uh, Cliff Kingsbury. So yeah. we'll see if it works out. Okay. Did, did you hear about the uh, prank that was pulled on Cliff Kingsbury? I did. What did you think about that? Man, I thought that was hilarious. To to me, that was funny. I'm sure to yeah. Cliff Kingsbury, it wasn't very funny. <laughs> <laughs> So what what it what was it? Tell the hockey. Well, basically, what happened is uh, Sean McVay, the coach of the Rams, has a few friends in common with the uh, Kingsbury, and uh, Kingsbury went out for dinner with uh, Patrick Mahomes. So uh, somehow, Sean McVay's number got switched in his phone to the commissioner. So. So he texted him and said he was disappointed he was going out to eat with uh, Pat Mahomes and it was considered uh, tampering. And uh, he was going to lose some picks and he better call his GM right away. And he believed him. Yeah, and he believed him. So, All right, so one last story. We got on the bodybuilders two, two, three weeks ago about wearing the yoga pants. Um. I got to get on these gym people. I mean, it's, it's like a society all to itself. So, yeah. What was that? Were you drinking on the podcast again, man? No, I was going to say something, but I'll save it. I'll save it for okay. a second. All right. So here's the headline. Get ready, honkies. It's this, I mean, this week. We got some good ones, and this is a this is the last story for the day. Right. Mom makes thousands of dollars selling breast milk to bodybuilders online. The C dot. To C dot. For many moms, breast milk is an invaluable food source for their babies. For those who who experience hyperlactation, a condition that makes mm. moms produce more breast milk than they need, mm. having a huge supply of breast milk is more trouble than it's worth. Mm. One mom with too much breast milk decided to use her liquid gold to make a little money and started selling it to bodybuilders online. And she's already made $6,000 doing it. Mm. Rafaela Lamporu is a 24-year-old mother of two who gave birth to her son, Angelo, seven months ago. Mm. Quickly after Angelo was born, Lampuru realized she was producing so much breast milk she was running out of room to store it all. Mm. After the fir- at first, Lampuru reached out to her fellow moms to find people who would take the excess milk off her hands. Mm. I asked a couple of moms who were having trouble breastfeeding if they wanted it. The Cypress mom told Cater's new agency, news agency, I started giving it away. According to Fox News, the mom started a Facebook group so people could request her breast milk. But the moms (laughs) with low milk production reaching out out to her were by a different group of people. (laughs) I then started to get some inquiries from men, she said. It started with men who are interested in bodybuilding. They say it is good for building muscle mm. mass. Sure, sure, sure. That's who uh, reached out. <laughs> well, it says then she was approached by some whose reasons for wanting her breast milk were a little less innocent. Oh, there we go. <laughs> by, by then, by then, I started to get inquiries from men with fetishes. Yep. 
She told there, Carter's news agency. <laughs> there it is. I have no idea what they do with it, but they tell me they consume it. Mm. Hmm. Even still, she did not shy away from anyone who wanted her milk. Mm. While she gives, still gives her breast milk away to moms in need for free, she started charging her male buyers one euro, almost a dollar and 25 cents an ounce. The mom hmm. produces nearly two liters of, of breast milk a day. Wow. And sells just about all of it since she's starting mm. her little business. Mm. She has sold over 500 liters and made about $6,000, which comes from strangers all night. Now I breastfeed on demand. Is, is her uh, business called Utterly Delicious? <laughs> I don't know. She says that uh, selling the, the breast milk has become quite addictive, mm. but she's had to do some pretty strange things in the process. Some of her bodybuilding consumers have asked her to take tests to prove that she doesn't smoke or drink and isn't selling, quote, tainted milk. Oh, yeah, because that, that's all you need to be accused of. That, that, that's probably a tool to get her to come down on price a little bit. Okay, what's wrong with these gym people? I mean, first they're wearing sausage casings for for. And now they are tracking down pregnant women to buy breast milk. I gotta say this again. I said it a couple weeks ago. Whatever it is that you feel you are gaining mm. by drinking another human's breast milk mm. is not worth it. Mm. I mean, preach. What in the world, dude? I mean, I'm. Man, I, I don't remember drinking breast milk, thank God, because, you know, I, I was little, and I was probably put on Similac because I'm not too bright. So, so I just can't imagine anybody wanting to drink this for any reason whatsoever. And then, on top of that, I can't believe this lady was set around all day long and do this just for $6,000. I mean, there's there's worse stuff she could be doing to make this money, <laughs> but it, I mean, it, it's, it's pretty close to that. I, I just okay, but you're focusing on her, which you know, no, I'm not she's making money. Focusing on her, I mean, I ain't knocking the lady's hustle. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, why why are you even selling it to them? A and then B, if you're another mother, why would you want to feed your kid somebody else's boob milk? <laughs> Well, but but let's focus on these people. Okay. These people that are drinking it. They're insane. They're insane. They'll do anything to get an edge. I mean, did, was Barry Bonds on the booby milk? <laughs> Barry Bonds on the booby yeah. milk. I, I, you know, maybe. He may have been. Him and maybe. Clemens. Maybe. I don't know. All I know is every week we talk about these headlines and every week, I feel more and more out of place on Earth. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. Yeah, I mean, all you gotta do is turn on the internet and look up a couple stories, and you're like, it's amazing the type of people that are out there. It really is. It is. It really is. Do you think that it's covered more now with the with the internet, or do you I think, think so? I or think do you... the uh, the internet has kind of you know shrunk the world a little bit. And we see stuff like this. Uh, I've actually heard of bodybuilders trying to get a hold of uh, what's that stuff called the uh, uh, the cell stuff 
that they're, they're you're, that they've kind of outlawed. You know what I'm talking about? Them I stem don't. cells. No. Trying to get a hold of stem cells to repair muscle faster. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy to me. But I think this lady's missing out on a whole market. She could be marketing the uh, NFL players and M- MLB players and getting a lot more than $6,000. That are injured? Yeah. For recovery? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you're trying to get your, you know, abs number seven and eight. Yeah. I mean, it... uh, just, roll, just roll with the six pack, Duke. That's all you got to do. You don't, you ain't got to drink booby milk to get there. Yeah, I mean, why, why not just drink regular milk? I don't know. All right. Well, that's all I have for this week. Do you have anything before we let the honkies go? No, I'm kind of, I'm kind of disgusted by the booby, uh, the booby milk story, man. I'm, I'm telling you, how were the headlines this week? Man. I mean, top to bottom. I, man, I love that story with, uh, with old Chrissy and, uh, Chrissy and, and Chuck. And, yeah. Chrissy and Chuck. Yeah. Chrissy and Chuck down the street shooting each other. <laughs> you better. Hey, Mammal, come look at this. Mammal. <laughs> Skeeter, Skeeter, get down here. Chuck goes shooting again. Mammal, call people. Tell them to come down the, down the block. We got to see it. We got to see them shooting each other. Who got a cell phone? Anybody got a cell phone? No, what am I talking about? Ain't nobody nope. got cell phones around here. Nope. Nobody in that group. <laughs> nobody in man, that group. Can you imagine how, how viral that video would have went if they did have a cell phone? Oh, man. Oh man! Well, we, oh man! You know what we need to I mean, do? imagine need... the one that imagine the one that got through. <laughs> Dang it, Chuck! You missed. <laughs> you hit me in the shoulder, Chuck. Yeah, I'm gonna kill you. Man, good, I'm just saying it's a good thing I don't live there, and I was a part of this, and I had like 20 cases of Pabst Blue Ribbon because I'm not a good shot anyway. Some, somebody may have got laid out. Nah, here's what you would have done. Yeah. You would have been like, "Hey, Chip, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull his ear out, see if he can shoot the bullet through it." Ooh, yeah. that's what you would have done. Yeah, yeah. Always instigating. Yeah. All right, yeah. we we've had enough fun with this topic. Yeah. I'm done for the week. Mm. You got anything else? No, I'm good. Uh, I would like to uh, say so long to the AAFL or whatever the heck that was called. It was nice knowing you. Um, that was the uh, new new pro football thing, kind of folded up shop. So mm. called it quits. Sorry, guys. R.I.P. Yep. Yep. All Early right. Well, with that, that's all I got for this week. That's all you got for the week. We really appreciate everybody listening. Yep. And uh, that'll do it. Till next time, honky out.